It's 4 o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to the Thursday edition of Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nate Morris filling in for Pastor Ed Taylor today. Uh, I am the senior pastor at Calvary Belmar in Lakewood, Colorado, and we're taking your questions today. You can text us at 720-336-0897 or call in today at 303-690-3000. We'd love to pray with you if you've got a prayer request. We'd love to answer uh, any Bible questions you may have or questions about things going on in the world today. Um, excited to to get to share with you today. So just was thinking this morning as I was getting up, it was a little bit slick out there this morning, as I'm sure you noticed. And uh, I walked out my front door to get ready to go scrape the ice off my car. And I took a couple steps onto the sidewalk and my sidewalk kind of slopes down a little bit towards the street. And as I stepped onto the sidewalk, I just started slipping. And I, you know, stumbled a little bit and caught my balance. And then as I did, I just kind of slid, slid, slid all the way down. I didn't take another step. I slid from the top of my sidewalk all the way down to my car and, you know, then of course scraped off an eighth of an inch of ice off my car and uh, as I was getting ready to head into the office this morning, um, drove down the street and saw a stop sign approaching and I'm, you know, hit my brakes a little bit trying to, to slow down and of course my brakes were not functioning uh, at all because of the ice and so I slid right through the stop sign, um, had a car just pull right in front of me, um, thankfully by the grace of God didn't get in an accident, but it really got me thinking about um, the, the slippery slope of sin in our lives and just like when I was going down that sidewalk um, standing there and starting to slip down just a little bit and you take just one little step towards sin in your life and it starts to slip out from under you and you start heading down that hill and it really got me thinking about in James chapter 1 uh, verse 15 verse 14 and 15 excuse me where James says but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Uh, and obviously that being spiritual and eternal death um, in, in the, the sense of those who are not saved, but then even in your life, it can bring death to those areas that, um, that, that you have life in them because you take that simple little step into sin and start to see it slip away. Uh, just like slipping down that hill. And so don't even entertain those desires that you have, just that little desire of like, ah, man, what would it be like to in, indulge in this, in this thing that I know is wrong? Or what would it be like to, to engage in this thing that, that isn't healthy for me? Because that's that slippery slope when you start to slip down. And so uh, just something the Lord kind of was speaking to me about this morning, specifically with regard to our crazy ice storm we've had here on the Front Range. So would love to take your calls, your texts today. You can call us again at 303-690-3000 or text in at 720-336-0897. Broadcasting here on the Front Range, Colorado Springs, Pueblo, all the way up to uh, to Wyoming, which is, a, which is a great, awesome blessing to be there. And we're now also streaming over on Hope FM in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Maryland. So any of you Hope FM callers today, we'd love to, to have you call in and, and share with us. Got a couple text questions that have come in, actually prayer requests already. So uh, take a quick look here and see what we've got. 
Uh, we had one come in from a former sheriff and corrections officer who it looks like maybe a, a bus driver on the 15 on Colfax uh, these days and um, over out overheard from a teen that his, his family is involved in gang activity in Aurora and um, that you know just kind of some of the details of that and he reported it to police um, and just just wanted some prayer for that teen specifically and for the other people involved in that gang activity and so let's let's definitely bring that before the Lord and again just like I was talking about that slippery slope of sin and that's a slippery slope you get involved in the wrong activities the wrong groups and it can just man, it can lead right into destruction and so let's let's lift this teen up to the Lord together Father, we just pray for um, this teen that, that this um, former sheriff and corrections officer met on the bus, Lord, that, that is involved in this gang activity. Pray that you would um, just bring conviction to his heart and into his life, that you would bring um, those who would speak truth to him, that would speak the gospel of your grace and your love to him, Lord, um, to share the fact that man, he may feel like he's stuck, he may feel like he's stuck in it and he has to keep going, but ultimately, Lord, you, you provide a way of escape. So would you please work in this situation? Um, would you bring light onto the dark places in this situation, Lord? And we also pray for protection for our police officers who are uh, dealing with these situations, Lord, and ask for your hand over them. So um, also, Lord, we just want to pray for this bus driver, the, the person who was there um, talking to this person, and just pray that you would um, that you would just give him protection, Lord, that you give him wisdom as he interacts with those people on the bus. What a, what a great, great um, platform he has to meet people and just to share your love with people there as he's driving. So um, we pray these things together in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Look, we've got a call from Jesse calling in from Commerce City. Jesse, you're on the air. Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, Jesse? Oh, you know, I'm there. All right. What what can we do for you? It looks like you had a prayer request today. I do. You know, I have a 16-year-old son. You know, he's at his age where he knows everything, and uh, he's ran away from home. He's been gone for about going on two weeks now. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, you know, it's not the first time he's done it, but the first time we, you know, we were able to get him home right away. But now, you know, it's two weeks in, and we can't get him home and would like to get him back home back with family yeah absolutely absolutely i'm so sorry to hear that man that's a that's a really hard situation and i know um when i was that age i was a troublemaker i, I didn't run away but but uh, i was close to that and so i i know his mindset and i also know that the lord wants to work in his life so let's definitely bring him before the lord what's your son's name miguel miguel all right, let's let's come before the Lord together. Lord, we come before you, uh, Jesse and I, and then all of our listeners along with us today, Lord. We just want to lift Miguel up to you. We just pray uh, that wherever he is, whatever he's doing, Lord, that you would just speak to his heart right now. I pray that you would show him how much you love him. I pray that you would show him how much his family loves him. I pray that you would um, convict him of the things that he's doing, Lord, that are that are leading down uh, a path that is destructive, Lord. I pray that you would help him just to, to have that desire to go back home, uh, that desire to reconnect with his family, Lord. And ultimately, Lord, I just pray that you would get a hold of his heart and get a hold of his life 
And I pray that you would just, uh, just as in a sense, he's kind of that prodigal right now, Lord, I pray that you would um, help him just to come to his senses, just as the prodigal son did and, and return home, Lord, and find that, that life and that peace and that hope there. And I pray ultimately, Lord, that he finds his hope in you, Lord Jesus, that, that he finds that, that salvation and that peace that comes from you, Lord. And so we just pray all this together uh, in Jesus' name for Miguel, Lord. And I also pray for Jesse and for the rest of the family, Lord, that they would just find comfort uh, in your spirit right now. I pray that you would bring them peace and that you would bring them hope uh, in this time. And we pray all this together in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank thanks you. For, thanks for calling in, Jesse. And uh, we'll definitely keep Miguel in prayer. And, you know, if you if he comes home and you, and you want to call in and give us a praise report, we'd love to hear it. I'm, I'm sure lots of our listeners today are uh, are keeping him in prayer. So Definitely, definitely. All right. Thanks for your call, Jesse. Thank you. All right. You are listening again to Calvary Live. This is the Thursday edition. I am Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Belmar in Lakewood. And uh, if you're on the west side of town, we'd love to have you join us uh, for one of our Sunday services sometimes. We have Sundays on 9 and 1045 uh, on Sunday mornings. We are at First and Garrison Street, uh, essentially for where we have our services. You can call or text in with your questions today. You can call us at 303-690-3000. You can also text 720-336-0897. We'd love to pray with you. We'd love to answer uh, any questions you may have about the Bible today. So it uh, looks like Daniel is on line two. Daniel from Denver. Welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing, Pastor Nate? I'm doing, I'm doing good. How are you doing, Daniel? I'm doing good. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> oh, is this? Oh, oh, I know. I know who this is, Daniel. Okay, good to hear from All right, you. How you doing? Good. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's been too long. So, uh, I have a prayer request and a question. Which one do you want to do first? Um, either way, why don't we? Why don't we? We start with your question, I guess, maybe, and we'll we'll close out with prayer. Right. Okay. My question has to do with prayer. Um, and my understanding of how exactly does prayer work, uh, from, uh, I guess, I mean, because, you know, uh, God is not our heavenly butler, you know, he's right. not answering, or he's not, you know, responding to everyone's prayer as what we want to happen or what we're asking to happen. So yeah. how am I to, how exactly does prayer work, or somewhere for long that, right? I don't know. Do you understand the question? Or? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, absolutely understand the question, definitely. And that's a great question. And, I, you know, I would imagine that many of our people that are listening today have a similar question uh, because sometimes we can treat prayer as if it's just like a, you know, like a wish list or we're bringing God our list of needs and um, and and God definitely wants to meet our needs, but but it's not, you know, just treating God as like a vending machine. That's not what prayer is. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So prayer is something that, that where we're bringing our hearts and our needs and our desires before the Lord. And we can know that God answers our prayers, um, but specifically we know when we ask according to his will. And so uh, we see that in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. He says that this is the confidence we have, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 
so and then it says if we know that he hears us we know that we he we have what we have asked of him and so um, the question that I think then becomes is how do we know if we're asking according to his will um, I don't know do you have any thoughts about that Daniel what do you think yeah, I, mean, I guess we would want or have to know what the, what the Lord's will for our life is I, I, I would think I don't know I <laughs> yeah, no, I, sure. I think I think I think there's a couple things. I think one um, to know what God's will is. There are some things that we can know that God's will is, we, and we know that from Scripture. Um, when we know that it, this is, it, it says in a couple places actually those that same exact phrase. This is God's will for you um, in Christ Jesus, and and so when we look at when we see those places in Scripture that say this is the will of God for you then we can know that that's God's will. And so we know, hey, if I ask God this, he's going to answer and he's going to give it to me. Um, so some of those things being our sanctification. So if we're struggling with sin, if we're struggling with really feeling like we're not growing in the Lord, um, it, it says that it, his will for us is our sanctification, that we actually would be growing more like him. And so we can know that we have have what He we ask him in that. But I think also it means when we say that we're asking according to his will, it's that we are submitting our will to God's will. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so I, I, I guess kind of, because I've been thinking about it, so I'm guessing kind of we, we're basically like, we're, our, our prayer's not really uh, to, to affect change in, in God's will, but it's to affect maybe our change in our will, uh, mm -hmm. would, would that be maybe somewhat correct there from, from your understanding? Like, well, to change I, us into the image of God more so than it is to actually maybe get God to, to, to respond to something? Yeah. That um, I, I think to a certain extent, absolutely. I think that prayer does change us. Um, it, it absolutely does change us. When we bring our hearts before the Lord and we say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done, um, it starts to change our hearts towards the Lord and we start to see what his will is. But I do think, the, as it says uh, in James, that the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So what that means is that prayer, in some sense that we can't fully understand, prayer actually accomplishes uh, stuff. <laughs> and so... I, I, I'm not saying that prayer changes God's mind. I'm not saying that any of that necessarily, but there's something about the way that God has set up prayer that our, our prayer does actually cause things to happen when we are in the will of the Lord with that. Um, and, you know, you can look at it from different perspectives and you can say, well, God already knew it was going to happen. So really you're just aligning your will with God's. We can get out there in the headspace too far, but I think the point is that it's really, it is important for us to pray because we know that prayer works and we also know that prayer changes us just like what you were saying I, absolutely it does does that make sense okay. I, know I kind of went off a little bit there but <laughs> no i appreciate it um i, I guess maybe i lied so i kind of got not, not a follow-up question but outside of the good book is, is there a book maybe some type of i guess would be like maybe a uh, systematic theology or uh, an apologetic book that you might recommend maybe just go a little bit more depth on trying to answer the question? Yeah, so you know, there's, um, there is a great book that I'm actually reading right now myself um, that actually was a gift from Pastor Ed and Calvary Aurora at the last Pastor's Breakfast. It's called How to Pray 
by R.A. Torrey. Um, and I'm about halfway through the book myself. It's a pretty short little book. Uh, we're actually going to be doing it as our book of the month at our church the next month. But it's really good. It really talks about prayer, what prayer does, kind of the theology of prayer. Um, and it's a, it's a really short book, but it's really in-depth and really um, got lots of good stuff in there. So I, I definitely would recommend that one. Okay. So it's uh, how, how to Pray? Yeah, it's called How to Pray, and it's by R.A. Torrey. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then uh, maybe after asking that question, if uh, so, my auntie just passed away um, this this past Sunday morning, one thirty in the morning. Uh, her I'm name was that. Leanne Larson. Um, and, and for me, I'm comfort. Uh, I'm okay with her passing. I think she's just tired. But I guess my prayer is for the healing of uh, my cousins and her husband, my uncle. Um, we could just pray for the healing process there. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. What was her name again? Uh, Leanne. Leanne. Okay. Um, yeah, let's definitely, let's do that. Um, I'll start us off, but why don't you, if you're comfortable, do you want to join in and pray with me since we're talking about prayer and stuff as well? Uh... It's okay if not. No, it's right. I, I feel comfortable if you okay. do. I really appreciate it. Okay, sure. Absolutely. No problem. All right, Lord, uh, we just come before you and we lift up um, Daniel to you right now, Lord, just as he's he's lost his aunt, Lord. And I know he's, he's okay, he says, Lord, but it's still hard when we lose somebody we love. And so I pray that you bring him that comfort and peace that comes from your spirit. Um, Lord, we also just pray for, for his family, Lord, for um, his uncle and his cousins who are dealing with that loss right now. Um, it's an it's a incredible loss, Lord, dealing with the loss of your, your mom and your, your, your wife, your spouse, uh, something that, that many people can't identify with, and those that can, Lord, know the tremendous burden and the ache that resides in your heart after something like that, Lord. And so I just pray that uh, you would bring them comfort by your Spirit, Lord, that they would just be encouraged and built up in you, Lord, that they would be um, finding their peace uh, through your Spirit in the midst of this trial, Lord, knowing that, that you're good even though they're hurting, that you want to bring them comfort. And I just pray for uh, just for for wisdom for Daniel and the other family members to be able to know how to comfort them as well, Lord. And so we just lift them up to you. We pray this all together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Daniel, we'll see you sometime soon. All right. God bless. All right. This is Pastor Nate. Uh, with Calvary Live today, filling in for Pastor Ed on the Thursday edition. Again, would love to answer your questions or prayer requests that you have today. You can call us at 303-690-3000 or text in at 720-336-0897. And it uh, looks like we have Sharon from Colorado Springs on line one. Sharon, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. Um, I would like prayer for my son, Jonathan. He's walked away from the Lord several years ago. He won't even talk to me. He doesn't like me to talk about the Lord. And he's um, always finding fault with me and telling me, you know, how bad I am and how I, you know, it's just it's sad. And it's not that it hurts me that he says those things. What's hurting me is the position 
that he's coming from in his heart that would cause him to be that way toward me. That's very sad to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just, th just that prodigal spot. And I think that's probably, it, it probably is coming from that more so than, than feeling specific a, a certain way towards you. He's, he's, of course. Yeah. He's when something... people are, when people are lost in pain or fighting against something, they're not happy and things come out of their hearts, you know, from that position and, and they are hurtful. So I, I know that he's in, in pain and lost and, that is my prayer that he comes back to the Lord and gets refreshed and, um, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I would love to pray with you about that. Um, what mm -hmm. was your son's name again? Jonathan. Jonathan, okay, let's let's lift him up together. He's also under the influence of another person who is just causing my son's life to just deteriorate. Okay. Uh, so... I pray for that person, too. I, I actually love that person. His name is Raymond, and I want them both to come to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, and are you related to him as well, or is this uh, more of a friend? My son has cerebral palsy. He's very bright. He, he went to the university here, but Raymond was his best friend and then became his aide, so they share an apartment together. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, well, let's lift them up to the Lord. Thank you. Sure. Father, we just um, lift up Jonathan to you, and just as he is in that spot of being a prodigal right now, Lord, I pray that you would um, just draw him back. Lord, I pray that you would just uh, reveal to him the depths of your love for him, that he would see uh, the links that you went to to redeem him, Lord, that you, you went to the cross because of your love for him. Lord, and I pray that uh, he would be convicted of his sin, Lord, that by your spirit you would just show him the reality of his condition before you, and that that, that would cause him to, to, to look at his life and say, I want to go back to the Lord. I want to, I want to come back. I want to walk in, in, the, the, in the relationship with the Lord. And so, um, Lord, we just pray for him right now that you would put people in his life that would speak truth to him and that he would receive it. I pray that, that you would um, work even through this, his friend Raymond, Lord, that you would bring Raymond to a, a, a saving knowledge of you as well, Lord, that he would put his faith and his trust in you as his Savior, and that he would um, be able to encourage Jonathan that as well, Lord, that the two of them, that's, that you would just put the right people in the right places in his life to speak truth into their situation, Lord, and that they would repent, that they would turn around, that they would come to uh, the, the, the knowledge of the love that you have for them, Lord. And um, so often we rebel because we feel unworthy or we feel whatever it may be. And I pray right now that you would just, just speak love into their situation, Lord, by the power of your spirit, that you would bring Christians there that they can listen to. I, I know it's hard to listen to your parents. And so maybe that's where Jonathan's coming from. He doesn't want to hear it from his mom, Lord. But I pray that you would bring friends or um, people from school or from work or whatever it may be just to, to share your love with him, Lord, and your gospel and your grace. And so uh, I also pray for Sharon, Lord, that you would just bring her comfort just as she, uh, I know, is, is heartbroken for him just as he is not in a spot of following you, Lord. And um, I pray that you would just comfort her and bring her peace in the midst of this and help her just to, to have wisdom in, to, in how she, she communicates with him through all of this, Lord. And we, we pray this together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. 
Absolutely. Absolutely, Sharon. And, you know, I know there's many, uh, many parents out there with prodigal children that are in your very similar situation that I identify with you. And so um, just let's let's be praying for the prodigals today, just as we prayed earlier uh, for Miguel. And we'll, we'll keep lifting those up today. So uh, Thank thanks you. for your call, Sharon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. You are listening to Calvary Live. And we are coming up on the break here in just a few minutes. Um, got time to check the text questions here briefly, but you can text us or call with your questions. You can text 720-336-0897. You can call at 303-690-3000. So um, one quick text question that came in here. Uh, let's see. So someone has texted in from Baltimore, which is great. Thanks for, for your text message today from Baltimore. It says, I'm struggling with a relationship with a girl and not sure if I should be in it or not. Any advice? Please pray as well. Thank you from Michael. And so, Michael, um, I don't know the, the, the details of your situation. I don't know the details of your relationship. Um, that's going to have to be something between you and the Lord. But I will say this, that if that girl that you're in a relationship with is not a believer, not a follower of Jesus, um, I, would, I would say that you should end that relationship. And um, we don't want to be unequally yoked as it leads us in Scripture. And so... Um, if she is in a relationship, you're going to need to seek the Lord, and I would seek some counsel. I would, I would maybe talk to your pastor at church and ask her, ask him if um, it, what they think about it, what they, what they think about the things that are going on in your relationship. But I'd, I'd love to lift you up. So let's just come before the Lord together. Lord, we lift up Michael to you right now, and um, this question that he has in this relationship with this girl, Lord, and I just pray that um, you would give him wisdom and direction and help him just to know what you would have for him in this relationship. And um, Lord, if it is an unequally yoked situation, Lord, that you'd help him just to have the confidence and the trust in you to step out from from that, Lord, and to, to, to trust you um, and, and not to be engaged in that. And so we just pray this together in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. I'm going to take, uh, I think I have time to take Chris on line three. Chris from Littleton. Chris, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing fantastic. Um, uh, the reason why I called was uh, just a, a praise report on, on prayer. Um, I called in to, to Calvary Live uh, last week, and I had shared with uh, the pastor, I think it was Pastor Ed. Um, yeah. I, have a, I have a friend uh, who um, he's uh, blind. He has uh, developmental disabilities. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, but he uh, is just a man of God. He uh, knows the, the the Word of God, has it memorized, and you know. And in our journey together, um, he's just uh, we've shared quoted scriptures back and forth, and and saying uh, he knows all the hymns uh, on uh, the organ, and he knows all the words for all the hymns uh, on the organ, and you know he would uh, often lead uh, worship. At, at work, and people would gather around with disabilities, and even though they couldn't speak, they were just moved by the Spirit. Um, we would go deliver meals on wheels, and he would uh, um, pray before, um, you know, each time that we'd go out, that we could be uh, lights and witnesses for the kingdom of God, and he would just say beautiful prayers. Um, well, then he... Uh, 
by state man mandatory, they took him off a medication that he was on, um, and he just uh, flipped channels, which just pushed everybody away, isolated himself, um, uh, just put in a, got mean with anybody, tried to reach out and uh, grope and hit anybody or pinch anybody he could. And then, um, uh, so I spent uh, this during this time, these, these last weeks, just uh, in prayer. But last night, I... Hey, uh, Chris, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. We're coming up on the break, and it's going to cut us off. So I want to make sure to, to be able to, to hear your praise report. And, uh, and okay. so would you would you stick around for just a couple minutes, and we can we can finish that up here at, right after the break? Sure, sure. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Chris. Uh, sorry, I didn't. I just didn't want you to be totally cut off on the end and not know what was going on. So hang on there just for a minute, and uh, we'll we'll bring you back on in just a second. All right, stay tuned. We'll be back with Calvary Live right after the break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus right now at 303-690-3000. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Belmar in Lakewood, Colorado, hosting today for Pastor Ed. And I uh, would love to have you text or call in with your questions today. You can text us at 720-336-0897 or call in at 303-690-3000. And uh, before we went to the break, we had Chris from Littleton that was sharing a praise report with us. And uh, we had to cut off just because the break came on. But uh, Chris, would you, would you continue sharing your praise report with us? Yes. Um, anyway, my friend, he uh, just a uh, man of God filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, just, you know, he could just quote scripture. He's brought uh, many to the, the Lord and, um, you know, just uh, a light and a witness. Um, anyway, he was just in this dark season and uh, just isolating himself, pushing everyone away. Uh, yesterday, he um, said, I said, can I pray for you? And he said, you get away from me. I don't want you praying for me. Get out, and, you know, and uh, and so I prayed through the night, uh, and uh, and then this morning, um, when I at about uh, before lunch, I went uh, to his room and uh, I said, "Hi, how you doing?" And he was like, "Hey, Chris, I'm really sorry." He said for for not trusting you. He said, "I trust you," and he and he started praying. He said, "God, I just." Um, I need a revival in my heart. I, you know, and he just, just started praying, and uh, started. Then he began to preach to me, the Word of God, and I just sat and I wept for twenty minutes. This went on, and um, so God answered my prayer, and uh, there was that healing and restoration. There was that um, that dark place that he was in that God brought the light into that area of his life. There was that. Um, that um, physical uh, affliction that he was going through, that God brought healing uh, to through yeah. prayer, and it was just amazing. So I just want oh, to share that. that. And, 
That's awesome. Thank you, Chris, for sharing that. That's I, I love when the Lord does that. Specifically, when we pray for things and you see the answer, it's so amazing. And it's something that, um, you know, actually uh, was having a conversation with my wife about that this morning. She was talking about how she's loving journaling her prayers because she writes them down. And then when she sees God answer it, it's just that, oh, it's that amazing thing where you really see the, the answer to prayer come through. And, um, and if you don't pray that, God may still work in that situation. We don't know, but you don't get to see the answer to prayer as you did in this situation, Chris. So, yes. uh, amen. What a, amen. What a cool praise report! Thank you for yeah. thank you for sharing that with us. Thanks hey, for your God call today. You. Yeah, you have a great day, Chris. All right, you are listening to Calvary Live. I am Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Belmar in Lakewood, Colorado. Taking your calls and your questions and prayer requests today, you can call at 303-690-3000 or text in at 720-336-0897. Taking questions from all from the front range of Colorado all the way out to the East Coast on Hope FM. And uh, looks like we have Lauren from Parker who has called in and uh, had a word of encouragement for Sharon uh, who called in a little bit, bit ago. Lauren, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you to you. Um, it's people like you that are the reason that I'm saved in um, radio programs like this. So thank you for everything you do. Oh, praise God. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to address uh, Sharon. I think it was. Uh, she was a mother, and her son had lost his way and was being um, rude to her, and um, he's just really lost right now. Um, yeah. I was also a prodigal kid. Um, I was raised in the church and went to college and dated a guy who basically thought Christianity was stupid and constantly fed that to me, um, along with my grandmother dying kind of a long, painful death, and she was a strong woman of faith, uh, kind of made me angry with God, and I basically chose to lose my way for a while. Um, and I, um, she was a devout Christian, always talking about the Bible, and um, just feeding that into me every day, and I would be mean to her, and I didn't want to hear it, and I thought she was, I hate to say it, but I thought she was stupid, and I was just so awful, and I just want to say to Sharon, um, have hope and have faith and keep praying, because I constantly felt this internal longing to come back to God, and as soon as I started listening to that voice, he started working in my life, and, um, you know, now I'm the person who drags my family to church every weekend. Yeah, um, that's great. And I feel like because I lost my way, I'm able to reach people who I wouldn't have been able to reach before. Um, so God works in mysterious ways. Absolutely. And, you know, there are so many um, of us, I'll say us, who, who have been prodigals. Um, I myself am one. And my mom, uh, when I was in high school, prayed for me every day. And uh, it was, you know, those prayers, God heard those prayers and, and he answered them. And 
um, just as in your situation, you know, that that stirring of the Lord brought you back. And that's a great encouragement. So thank you for sharing that. And I know that's going to speak to many people today um, who either have prodigals or maybe there's people that are out there today that are in a situation where they've walked away from the Lord or they've walked away from uh, their family in a, in a situation they know they shouldn't have. And um, maybe God would speak to them right now for that. So thank you for your call, Lauren. You're welcome. All right. You have a great day. All right. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Again, this is Pastor Nate Morris. I am the pastor at Calvary Belmar over in Lakewood. And we're taking your calls and your texts today. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Or you can text us at 720-336-0897. It looks like we have Chris from Glen Burnie, Maryland on the line. Chris, um, what can I do for you today? Yeah, well, thank you for taking my call, first off. Um, I, I've been walking with the Lord for a little over a year now, and I've had some things happen to me that pretty much solidified my faith, and there's no way I can turn away. Uh, there's no way I can deny that God's real and He's everything. But Amen. the problem in my question is, in my walk, I, I've started to notice that my family and friends and my environment, everyone around me is literally keeping me from seeking the Lord even farther. And I, I know it just feels I'm being mentally and emotionally destroyed on the inside, knowing that or feeling like I have to leave. Otherwise I'm never going to be able to continue to walk or I'm going to wind up falling away or I'm, not, say, I'm just lost and I have no idea what to do. Yeah. So you, you feel like you have to leave your family, um, or, or a specific living situation that you're in or. I mean, my father's a believer, but even he believes, but he's, I almost don't see any, anything in him. He's still the same person. He, he doesn't even, I don't even see any change in him. And the rest of my family either doesn't believe or refuses to believe. I only have one friend who believes and everybody else argues with me all day long. And it, it's almost destroying me mentally and emotionally on the inside because I feel like I have to leave. Otherwise, I'm never going to grow stronger or continue walking. Or that I'm just to the point now where I'm lost and have no idea where to go. I've been praying, and everybody at church for me has been praying. I just don't know what to do anymore. I feel like I'm losing it. Yeah. Okay, well, Chris, I, I would love to pray for you, and we'll do that in just a second. Um, but are, are you currently living with with these family members that are that are you know wanting to debate you all the time and stuff? Yes, it's well. I moved out of my mother and father. I was a prodigal for a while, and mm -hmm. I, I walked out of my family's house and pretty much said, "You know what? Y'all are dead to me. I want nothing to do with you." But thankfully, through the love and mercy of God and His forgiveness, I, I've learned to forgive them and let everything go and come back home, but. I live with my grandparents now, and they argue with me because they believe you're saved by work. My grandmother believes you're saved by works. My grandfather refuses to believe at all. Mm -hmm. And just about everybody I know keeps telling me to shut up and stop pushing my beliefs on everybody. Yeah, okay. And, you know, that's a really hard situation. And uh, that's one of the things that, that 
that ultimately Jesus said what happened when we become believers is that that it's going to divide relationships um, with people that that don't want to respond to that gospel message. And so I know, I know personally from personal experience that that's really hard. Um, and I would imagine that many of our listeners have gone through the same types of situations. And um, I, whether you should should be leaving your grandparents' house or not, I can't speak to that. Um, I mean, I would say if you have the ability and the, the well, financial I meant, ability. Not just leaving them, but I meant like leaving my family altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been I've been planning. It's been pretty much laid on my heart to go to. I, I plan on attending a Bible college to eventually te- be able to one day maybe teach the word to mm-hmm. people who need it. But right now, it, I'm just I feel like I'm being crushed and I'm never going to be able to make it. Yeah. Well, you know, um, it, I, Bible college is great, and if that's something that the Lord leads you to, and He opens doors for that, then absolutely, that's great, um, and and I think that could be good. If you mean leave in the sense of just kind of put some distance between yourself and your family, I don't, that's not a bad idea. Sometimes you just need some space to be able to to be who you are in the Lord. But uh, but I would say that you are in your family's life for a reason that God has you there on purpose, and so I, I don't mean that that means you need to be over there every day, or you need to be hounding them or beating them over the head with the Bible, but, but your presence in that family is something that God has, he's put you there and he's going to use you there. Um, what I would say is I I would seek some wisdom from, um, your pastor or some friends on what that relationship might look like and, and how you can be healthy in that. Um, because, you know, uh, as as much as you do want to minister to them, you also uh, don't want to be constantly in that volatile situation. So maybe that means you move, moving into a, a situation where you have a, a Christian roommate or something like that for a little bit, and you can at least you can at least uh, retreat to that place of safety and and mutual encouragement. Um, but as far as leaving your family in terms of just walking away from them. Um, I, I, I would say that, man, I, I would look at it from a different point of view that maybe God has put you there for such a time as this and, um, and just to, to pray about how you can best minister to them. And, and so instead of viewing the attacks and the different things, just pray about what the, what, what's the, the angle that God might have you take to minister to them. What, maybe it's not so much outright you know, debates and arguments about things. Maybe it's more loving them as Christ, as Christ would love them and speaking when it's appropriate and when there's the opportunity to do so. I don't really know the answer for that specifically, but I'd say that um, I, I, I don't think that what God would necessarily want you to do is is walk away from your family in that, if that makes sense. Uh, I definitely feel a little bit more peace inside. Uh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me uh, let me pray for you real quick, um, because, because mm-hmm. I think prayer is going to be huge for you. And I think really you should be asking your your friends at church to be praying for you. You should be asking your your I know you said you have one Christian friend, but I, I'd get plugged into a small group or something at your church or uh, some of those things and try to make some more connections with some people and really get some prayer people around you. Because you're going to need that to, to be able to minister to them for sure. But uh, let's lift it up before the Lord together. Lord, we just lift up Chris to you right now. Um, just as it's a discouraging situation when your family members don't believe and they're hostile to you and they uh, are hostile towards the, the relationship that um, you have with the Lord, Lord. And so I pray that right now you'd bring him comfort and encouragement, Lord. I pray that you would equip him by your Holy Spirit, that you'd give him wisdom as to how to love them well, how to show them the truth of your gospel uh, in the midst of the situations that he finds himself in. And um, 
I pray that you would just work powerfully in this situation, Lord. I pray for each and every family member that he has, that they would get saved, Lord, that they would realize th what you did for them in dying on the cross and that they would um, come to a saving faith, a knowledge of you, Lord, uh, that he'd be able to come back and call us back. You know, maybe, maybe it's two weeks or maybe it's a year down the road, but he'd be able to call back in and say, you know what, I called in a, a while ago and, and I was dealing with family issues and, and now they're all saved, Lord. I, I just pray for that, Lord. And we ask you in the name of Jesus for that. And so um, we just put it all in your hands, Lord. And I just pray for Chris that he would get some solid believers around him who can encourage him as well. And uh, if Bible college is something that you'd have for him, would you, just, would you just open those doors and show him what that looks like, Lord? And so lift him up to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for your call, Chris. Mm -hmm. All right, have a great day. You are listening to Calvary Live. Uh, we are live here all across the Front Range from Colorado Springs all the way up to Wyoming. And you can listen on 89.7 Grace FM in the Denver area or 101.7 in the Colorado Springs area. We are also now broadcasting on Hope FM in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Maryland. And uh, Chris, the last caller was from Maryland. Thanks for calling in, Chris. And uh, I just wanted to mention that Sharon, um, one of our earlier callers, called to thank Lauren for the encouragement. So Lauren, if you're still listening, thank you again for your call. Sharon actually called back to thank you. So uh, that was a blessing to her, definitely. And um, would love to take your calls, your questions, your texts. You can call us at 303-690-3000. You can also text at 720-336-0897. Again, I am Pastor Nate Morris. I'm from Calvary, Belmar, and Lakewood. And um, would love to have you join us for one of our services sometime. If you live on the west side of town and are looking for a church, we have services at 9 and 1045 on Sunday mornings. You can find out more about that at our website, calvarybelmar.org. That's calvarybelmar.org. So it looks like we have uh, Mary on line one. Um, from Pennsylvania. Mary, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm enjoying the show. I'm on a dinner break, and um, I just wanted to see if I could run out this thing that, I don't know, I just ponder it every now and again. I hear um, different pastors teach on this passage in the Bible. I'm not exactly sure where it is. It says that it's appointed to man once to die. Mm-hmm. And I usually hear uh, teaching on that, um, where it seems to be all in the physical. And when I hear it, it really touches my spirit in a different way. It um, brings me to the place where I think that, you know, we die to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think, I wonder if um, that passage could mean that, that once we've died to ourselves, we really are alive in Christ, and we are going to live with Him forever. And it doesn't really matter after that time what happens to our physical body. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know, just that that's the way my spirit just takes off on that. I feel so much joy be, be behind hearing it. Yeah. Well, you know, absolutely we are to die to ourselves. It, it, absolutely. We, we die to, to our own um, identities, even. We find our identity in Jesus Christ. And, and when we are able to do that, we really do find that freedom and that life in Jesus uh, I think the verse that you're referring to, though, is in Hebrews chapter 9, and uh, verse 27. And in that one, specifically in context, it says, It's appointed to men once to die, 
but after this, the judgment. Is that the one that you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and I also think that um, after we do die to ourselves, we do, we, we do start to endure those trials. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I sort of see that as a judgment here on Earth, um, because many times as we're going through trials, I think he's um, sort of uh, refining us. Um, mm-hmm. There have been times when I found myself confronted with myself in things that I have done to others in the past by somebody who is now standing in front of me, like doing the same thing to me. And all of a sudden I realized, oh my, I did that to somebody. And I didn't know it would have felt that way. And I forgot about that. It was so long ago. And I will never do that to another human being. Yeah. And I, and I just realized that maybe God is doing the judgment while we're here. Well, in that specific verse, um, I, I, I absolutely agree with you in the, in the context of what you're saying. But in that verse specifically, in v- verse 27, you have to kind of look at the context around it. So what it's uh-huh. actually talking about there is, is the work of Christ in salvation. And so when it says that, um, it says in verse 28 right after that, So Christ was once suffered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look to him, he shall appear the second time. So specifically that verse is speaking about, okay, when we die physically, um, there's only one opportunity. And so we have the opportunity before we die to put our faith in Jesus. And then if we are those that put our faith in Jesus, exactly like you're saying, we are to die to ourselves, which really speaks uh, to to us in, in the sense of Romans chapter 6. You see some really amazing stuff about what that looks like. Um, yeah in Romans 6, that we've been buried with him through baptism into death. And so as we uh, kind of embrace that our old person is gone and we are a new creation, just like you were talking about, that you used to treat people a certain way and now now you no longer do. As we embrace that and we, we, we realize that our old person is is dead, we, we get to walk in the new person that we're created yeah. to be. Which yeah, is such... it's, it's awesome. There's so much joy in it. You know, you're like... You have victory just in the light that you gain by Christ living in you. And it's just so awesome to be able to see the new you in light of the old you and realize that you're not that person anymore. Amen. 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 Praise God. Absolutely. Yeah, it really is. It's an an amazing thing, and it really is an amazing freedom um, when when you realize that and are able to walk in that new creation. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing like, you know, just coming to the Lord and giving you a life. It is so hard for so many people. They think about submission as some sort of thing. Oh, my, I might not ever have another day where I have fun in my life again, you know. And it's it's so long. It's so the opposite of that. It's like, I think that your fun really begins when you lose your old self. And you yeah. find the and you find the you that God created you to be, and you're released into this freedom, and you leave this old miserable person behind, who had to control everything and was mean and didn't even know how to stop doing it, you know. And we don't have, I don't think we have it within us to be able to control um, anything that um, God needs to direct for us. And until we line up with Him and give ourselves to Him, do we actually experience that freedom that you're talking about? And it just brings so much joy, and it's like your your whole life just began. It really yeah. is a, a a rebirth. 
Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. And, and you know, it says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. And uh, I love that picture that we're a new creation in Jesus Christ. And we've Amen. been made new. And everything that we were is gone. And yeah, we still carry around that baggage sometimes, but it's usually when we're picking it up. And I kind of, I kind of picture it as chains. You know, we we were chained to sin before we were believers, and you're carrying these chains around on your back. And then Jesus broke the chains off, and they're sitting on the ground. But when we go back to that, it's like we're stooping down and picking those chains up again to carry them around. And it's we don't have to do that anymore, which is so amazing. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, no, we don't. It's really it's really great when we do uh, actually press in, like the Apostle Paul said, and, you know, just you just have to press in. You have to press towards the mark, you know. Yeah. God created each of us individually in order to become exactly what He envisioned for our lives, and until we actually leave those chains alone, will we ever realize any portion of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your call, Mary. I uh, really appreciate it. And, and I, I, I love that you mentioned that. That's one of my favorite things to talk about because I experienced that in my life uh, at one point. Even as a believer, I was struggling and walking in sin. And I, and I came to this point where I realized that I was no longer that person I used to be and I was free from it. And it's, it's an amazing thing. So I'm sure many people will be encouraged by that today. So, Amen. Thanks for the opportunity. And God bless you. I love your program. God bless you too. You have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. You are listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nate Morris from Calvary Belmar in Lakewood hosting today. Uh, We've got time for probably one more call. Looks like we've got Amanda from Maryland also on the phone. Amanda, how are you doing today? Hi. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. (laughs) Um, I'm calling today for physical and mental healing. Um... I listened to your show yesterday, and I was like, oh, my God, I need a call, because um, I I believe in the power of prayer, and it's very strong, and I need prayer healers on my side right now, because I had back surgery a year ago, and I'm still in pain. I'm still struggling, and I have a two- and three-year-old, and I'm going to grad school. I'm a teacher, and it's just physical, and it's a lot, and I want to be a good wife and a good mother, and um. It's just hard, and I really, really want to just be healed, and I know God can do that. And um, and mental healing, because my husband recently, a year ago, I found out he was basically cheating on me online. Um, so it's a lot, and I believe that some of the physical may be mental, too. So just want that lifted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It sounds like you sounds like you got a lot going on in life right now. And, um, yeah. and you know, here's, here's what I will say is that God— God uh, has the resources to give you healing and to also to give you comfort and encouragement and the strength that you need and um, to heal your relationship. And um, th- there, there are great resources at your disposal, all that we need for life and godliness, as he said. So um, let's definitely bring it before the Lord together. Uh, let's go ahead and lift it up. Lord, I just lift up Amanda to you. And um, I thank you for her desire just to to honor you, Lord. I thank you for her desire to be 
a, a good wife, a good mom, a, a good employee, Lord, a, a, someone that honors you with her time and with her energy, Lord. And so I just pray for her right now, Lord, as she had back surgery a year ago, I pray that you would bring healing for her back, Lord. I pray that you would completely heal it. I pray that you'd experience no more back pain, Lord. Um, we know that you can do anything you want to do, Lord. And I pray that you would just work in her situation. I also pray that you would, um, just as she's in school and she's got two little kids at home and um, dealing with the busyness of life, Lord, that she would have the resources that she needs to be able to, to do the things that, that are before her, Lord, to be able to finish her schooling and to be able to care for her kids and to, um, uh, on the emotional and the, 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 the mental front, Lord, also to be able to, um, to, to move forward in that relationship with her husband and to love him and to um, to be able to forgive Lord even when it hurts and to be able to to let go of some of that pain that she's endured with regard to the the things that they've gone through in the past year Lord and so I just pray uh, for a special blessing upon her Lord for um, just peace and and hope in her heart right now Lord and I just um, I, I look forward to, to hearing in, in the coming months Lord her call back and give us a great praise record report of what you've done in her life Lord and so we, we ask all these things together in the name of Jesus amen amen thank you very much all right thank you Amanda for your call and uh, uh, if you want to call back in a, in a couple months and give us a praise record we really would love to hear it I will for sure all right God bless you. Thank you. Bye. God bless you. All right, we are coming up here on the end of the show, and so uh, didn't get a chance to get to some of your text questions, several text questions that came in. If that was one of one of yours that you texted in, uh, please text us back in again tomorrow. We'd love the chance to answer some of those questions for you. We're just coming up on the end of the show here now. Again, my name is Pastor Nate Morris. I am from Calvary, Belmar, and Lakewood. I'm filling in for Pastor Ed today. Tomorrow, you will have Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary down in Colorado Springs sharing with us. And uh, if you're in the, the Lakewood, West Denver area, would love to have you join us for our services this Sunday, 9 and 1045 at Calvary Belmar in Lakewood. You can get more information at our website at calvarybelmar.org. And uh, coming up on the end of the program, but, but hope you have a great evening. Drive safe if those roads are still icy out there and um, be encouraged in your walk with the Lord. All right, you guys have a great evening. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.